play here. We rescued Sadie from a local shelter. With an Embark Dog DNA test, we found out she's mostly border collie. She's a much happier dog since we started agility training. I recommend Embark to any dog owner. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get the highest rated dog DNA test at EmbarkVet.com. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use the exclusive promo code DNA to get $64 off an Embark breed and health kit. How many of you remember Joe and, and his two robot friends that he built? Or how many of you remember Ron DeShear and Gilbert Godfrey? I loved TV growing up. It was <clears throat> a great outlet to me, and it's one of those things that I just really, really got engrossed in. One of my favorite things as a young kid was staying up late uh, and watching USA up all night. Um... I later on become a big fan of a movie called Mystery or a show called Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Comedy Central. Um, there was some other stuff here and there, you know, you would catch glimpses of that kind of caught my attention. But those two shows really seemed to fuel my like for horrible movies. I mean, I know the idea is to watch good movies, and I do like good movies. There's a lot of movies I watch that I think are excellent movies. But there's a lot of movies that I watch and enjoy that are just horrible movies. And I like them because of that. So, um, the first thing I like to do is, is talk about a couple of those movies that I like. That a lot of people consider to be really bad movies. Some of which I don't agree with. <clears throat> um... One of the first one that pops up to me is Howard the Duck. Everyone just hates Howard the Duck. I don't get it. Thought it was a great movie. Loved it as a kid. Um, then there's there's movies, you know, like The Room. The Room is atrocious. It's just, it's horrible from one end to the other. But it's so bad that it's so funny and it's so good. To me, The Room and Samurai Cop are the two best worst movies of all time. I love them. But there were others. I mean, the 80s alone were full of them. Uh, the Toxic Avenger movies weren't great. They were like B movies, but I did like them, even though that's really not my genre of movie. Um, in that same vein, to me, Class of Newcomb High is maybe a little worse version of Toxic Avenger, but I thought it was good. And that led to movies like Hell Comes to Frogtown, <clears throat> Reefer Madness, thought to be a Horrible movie. Plan 9 from Outer Space by Ed Wood. I mean, you get Bella Lugosi for a second, then you get this other guy. <laughs> and it's it's horribly thrown together, And it's but it, it's fun because of that. Um, one sh movie I remember watching and really liking, and I n know I've seen it on Mystery Science Theater 3000, but it very well may have been on USA Up All Night as well, uh, was Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Uh, there were some mainstream bad movies like Superman, Four, The Quest for Peace. There's people that hated that, but I seen it as a young kid and loved it just because it was Superman. Looking back, I realized how bad it is, 
but I still kind of like it. I liked Garbage Pail Kids, uh, Mac and Me, both considered to be bad movies, but I thought they were pretty good. The Dirt Bike Kid, I loved that movie. I thought it was good. A lot of people knock it. A lot of people knock Rad, a movie I really like. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I'm not a horror movie person, but I thought it was funny and bad, and bad on a on a good level, and and I just really liked it. Masters of the Universe, the only He-Man movie we ever got, and one that most people really seem to hate. And I mean, it's not the best all around. But I've watched it numerous times, and I just I don't know. I kind of like it. Um, there's a movie called Enter the Ninja, and I want to say I seen it. Maybe on USA Up All Night or Mystery Science Theater. I'd have to go back and look. I'm not I'm not really sure. Um, there's a movie called Hard Ticket to Hawaii that I've never seen. That is widely renowned as being one of the worst movies ever. It's definitely something I'd like to check out. Now, if you have Netflix, there's some movies on there that kind of fall into this category, I guess, in a way. Mac and Me, the Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode which is a newer episode, is available on Netflix right now. Um, Police Academy. I think every one of those are on there, and that's one of those bad 80s, and I just did the air quotes like you guys could see it, one of those bad 80s campy comedies I think is great. And I liked a lot of the sequels as well. So, I mean, uh, The Last Dragon was on there. I don't know if it still is. Um, Evil Dead gets thrown into to that category sometimes. I think it's a pretty good movie. I far prefer uh, Army of Darkness, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, USA Up All Night first come out on January 7th of 1989, and it said it had 900-plus episodes. I don't remember at what point I started watching it. I remember a lot of movies. And I can sit down and, and give you, but they had everything. Um, Assault of the Killer Bimbos, Assault of the Party Nerds. Um, Bikini Car Wash, Malibu Bikini Shop, Buried Alive, but I think that might have been called Beyond the Darkness or something. I think there was a double. It's one of them weird 80s. It had two names thing. Uh, Newcomb High, Cheerleader Camp, Cheerleader Beach Party. Um, anything basically with the word cheerleader, beach, or bikini is pretty well in there. Uh, the first first time I ever seen Porky's was on USA Up All Night. Um, now the Comet was on there. Remember the Puppet Master movies being on there. Two of my favorites as a kid. A lot of my favorites were the the campy teen stuff. I really liked Ski Patrol and Ski School. Um, again, anything with camp, summer camp, sleepaway camp, almost anything of that and was on there. Then there was the Vice Academy series. I think there were like maybe five or six of those, kind of in the vein of the police academies. Um, but USA Up All Night is also a place that I saw some big movies for the first time. Um, the first time I seen Caddyshack was on USA Up All Night. I want to say the first time I seen Blues Brothers was on USA Up All Night. Um, I don't know it's the first time I seen it, but I remember watching Can't Buy Me Love. Uh, on there, but the Conan series, I remember very well seeing Conan the Destroyer on USA Up All Night. Um, they had Army of Darkness, Big Top Pee Wee, Hell Comes to Frog Town. I remember seeing those there. The thing I'm not 100% sure on is the Beastmaster movie. I was a big fan of Conan, Red Sonja, and the Beastmaster. 
I know I seen Conan the Destroyer on USA up on that. I'm not sure if that's the first place or if I ever seen Beastmaster. It very well could have been on there. Um, I was a big fan of uh, both hosts. Like I thought Gilbert Godfrey was funny and kooky, and I liked that. Um, I thought Rhonda Shearer was awesome. Um, I liked them introducing the movies. I like having a host. I I, I like that. Um, it was it, it was a good part of the show to me. Them interacting and talking like I don't know. It, it's something that. Um, you don't really see as much, or at least I don't know. I don't really watch cable TV today, but it's not something that I know of really happening as much today. But a show like that with retro B bad movies would get me back. Um, I don't know. It, it's something that I've always been attracted to for whatever reason, those types of movies. You know, action movies from the 80s made me want to learn to... To martial arts and and you know it got me in just so obsessed with fighting and all these things <clears throat> and a lot of those movies made me want to act and a lot of the comedies from the 80s and 70s and 90s made me want to be funny and try to make people laugh a lot of the movies the bad b movies that i seen on usa Upline, didn't make me want to do anything other than watch them and enjoy them it, it was a different experience for me to watch those types of movies and I like the presentation. I like the way USA Up All Night delivered it. The USA Channel, easily in my childhood, was my favorite television channel. I hear people talk all the time about MTV, and I'm huge into music. And I hear a lot of people talk about like Nickelodeon and things like that. And I remember liking Nickelodeon. I remember liking Nick at Night. But as a whole, I mean, I had USA Cartoon Express in the mornings. I had USA Up All Night. Even when I was younger, but as I got older, you know, I stayed into that. They had wrestling, they had MacGyver, and they played most of the Beastmaster and Conan movies on a pretty regular loop, it seemed like. So, USA Network was a big network for me, and USA Up All Night was a huge show for me. Um, it's, it's a weird ideal. I mean... And maybe that's... I, I I didn't realize they had that many episodes. I don't... I think it went from 89 to almost 2000. I get, it was up there. It was up in the 90s. It was on in 97 and 98. I, I, seems like I still remember watching it. So it had a good run. So apparently it was somewhat popular. But it's amazing how such bad movies <laughs> are so popular. But I, I'm, I love them. And, and I'm, I'm enthralled with them. And I like that presentation. Like I said, having that host, it kind of reminds you of the Spangoolie or the Elvira or the Joe Bob kind of, Joe Bob Briggs kind of presentation. That's neat. You know, I like the little interactions, the little things in between movies with all those people. And I was always in love with Elvira. I want to say, I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like Elvira guest hosted a couple of USA Up All Nights. And when I was younger... Um, quite a bit younger. I mean, very young. I had two cousins that were older than me, Tammy and Tracy, that watched me a lot. And they, they watched a lot of horror. And I remember a lot of people around me watching a lot of horror movies. Um, I'm not big into horror now, but I guess that helped me as a kid because I never was afraid of horror. And maybe that's why I'm not as big into it now. Like, especially the blood and gut stuff I'm just kind of grossed out by. 
Um, but I seen a lot of horror on USA Up All Night, you know, and I remember getting around Halloween in, in that time, like, you would get, um, I know the Nightmare on Elm Streets were on there, I know the Halloweens were on there, um, seems like I remember the Friday the 13th from there, but like I said, I remember the Puppet Masters, I remember a lot of, um, lower level horror movies as well like you know things that i wouldn't know the name of off the top of my head but seeing army of darkness on there was fun that that's what first got me into army of darkness um i was always excited um you know and as i grew, got older you know um <laughs> you had the silk stockings on usa you had Oh, Duck Man, I love Duck Man. Then you had USA up on that, so because it transitioned from the younger side of me with the wrestling and the cartoons into the older pre-teens and teen side, you know, wanting that edgier stuff, and and I always felt like I got it uh, from there. But I remember being excited, you know. There, that's a feeling I don't get any longer, um, and that's why I like doing these episodes because I get to go back and talk about things that I like. Uh, you know, sometimes. I know this podcast is everywhere and goes all over the place, but I really like a lot of these either retro cast or just cast about things that I like because it gives me a chance to talk about stuff and reminisce about things. And maybe that'll trigger a fond memory in somebody else because that's something I really enjoy uh, from other podcasts is listening to them and, and being reminded of something that I really like from my past. Um, and, for whatever reason, USA Up All Night's just kind of been bouncing around in my head lately, and and that's that's made a you know a big impact on on me and thinking about it and and thinking about why I like that presentation so much, you know, and it makes me miss TV and miss being excited to see something, you know. I was excited to see an episode of the X Files. I was excited to see USA Up All Night. You know, um, I don't know what it is that. I don't get, I mean, there's still stuff like documentaries and docuseries are a big thing. Netflix puts a lot of things out that I'm excited to see. I'm excited when they pop up a new making a murderer. I'm excited when they do a lot of things like that. Like, but not, it's, it's not in the same way. You know, it's, it's not that it's better than or less than. It's just different than, than how I felt, you know, when I was younger with these shows. A show that I actually found later than, USA up on that, but it originally, and this is kind of news to me, I've done a little bit of looking at it, was Mystery Science Theater 3000, and it actually came out in 1989, but it was on a local TV station, uh, it got a national run on Comedy Central, I don't know what year that was, but it's definitely, probably in, you know, I've seen most mostly reruns, because um, I did not start at the beginning, but in the mid-90s, uh, is when I remember it popping up on Comedy Central. And, and it's still out today. Like, there's new episodes today, and there's movies and all that. Like, I still touch base and watch it and stuff. Like I said, if you like Mac and Me, which is considered to be one of these horrible movies, that the Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode of Mac and Me is on Netflix. But Mystery Science Theater 3000 had a different approach than... Uh, USA Up All Night All Around. It's something I found super fresh and and really uh, interesting. You know, 
you have the three people commentate. Well, two of them are doing voices for the robots, but still you have, you have these people interacting with this film like they're watching it with you and they're often more entertaining than this horrible... I mean, that's the intention is for them to be more entertaining than this horrible film, but the film's so horrible that it's good and they're so entertaining that the marriage of the two together was fantastic. And they went a little different... Uh, direction maybe than USA up on that. There was a movie called Cave Dwellers that I know was on Mystery Science Theater 3000. But I believe, I want to say that that also was on USA, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, you know, Mystery Science Theater 3000 would do, you know, Women of the Prehistoric Planet or Project Moonbase, Master Ninja, Hercules vs. Insert Whatever, Hercules vs. Manhattan, Hercules vs. If Hercules fought it, they showed the movie. You know, Mil Village of the Giants and Mole People, things of that nature, like older, older B-movies or, you know, less than spectacular success movies that when presented alone maybe would have never got even a second look. I mean, I probably would have. I think a lot of people really like to go back and watch those old monster movies things of that nature, but when you bring in the element of this commentary, this comedic commentary based thing on top of it, like it's a really great format and it's, it's entertaining. And they, you know, if you, if you're not familiar with the riff track stuff, to me, some of the best movies they covered, they covered actually during the riff track stuff. They done a samurai cop riff tracks that I think is stellar. Like they, some of these can be hard to find, but a lot of time Amazon and, and, you know, if you've got Amazon Prime and things like that, you can come around them. I've had to rent some, but I think personally the Rift Tracks things, and that's the guys, the original guys from Mystery Science Theater 3000 kind of doing that stuff out on their own. I think the Rift Tracks are a little better than some of the Mystery Science Theater 3000 stuff. I feel like they had access to some different movies maybe, but it's an amazing ideal and presentation it's one that i've been trying to get people together to to redo if it's if it's just a couple of those a year to actually do those and do them with different groups of people um you know i know a lot of people have done them online since then and there's been a lot of youtube videos of them but it's really something i'd like to get down to where i could get a different group of friends every month or so maybe do one a month i really like that that format and it's something that, again, I was excited to watch. When it came on Comedy Central, I was excited to watch it. And I was a huge stand-up fan. So in the 90s, Comedy Central became a big staple for me as well, just like USA. I mean, I loved watching the, the segments of these comedians doing their 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 different, you know, sets. I, I really liked it. I've always wanted to do stand-up, <clears throat> and I really enjoyed that. But Mystery Science Theater 3000 is probably the thing that brought me to um, Comedy Central as a whole, really, it that got me watching that channel a lot. Um, I don't know. It could be me. They had soap when I was growing up. Again, another show that a lot of people don't like, but I, I, I'm that way, I guess, with a lot of things. Like, I like really good music. I'm, I'm, I like very little really bad music. Uh, but there's some really bad movies that I love. Um, and... I say that and a lot of people always look at me weird and they're like, well, what do you mean like you like bad movies? I I would say 
watch these three movies and you will understand exactly what I mean. The first one I recommend above all is Samurai Cop. The dialogue, the writing, the fact that they didn't finish the movie in the first shooting and like the final fight scene in the initial recording of the movie, the guy, the star, has long black hair. Something happens. They delay, put off the movie. He goes, does something else, and cuts all his hair off. And in this final fight scene, you have these flashes between him and this horrible wig and then him with real long hair. It's just things like that. Like, it's so horribly made that it's so funny. When you watch it and you hear the My Big Black Gift, the, the Big Black Gift line, when you hear Big Black Gift, that... that that line, that little segment alone, my wife and I lost it, you know, and, and it's a horrible movie. She hated it. She didn't know why she enjoyed what she did, but she even had to admit she did like it because it was so bad. Unlike me, she can't watch it over and over again. One time was enough for her. But if you watch Samurai Cop, I think it kind of gives you more of a a feeling of, of what I mean by these bad movies. Now, don't watch the sequel right off. The sequel's bad, but it's they even brought Tommy Wiseau in. It's not bad on that. Now the second movie I would recommend, and, and these could be watched in either in any order because both of them are, are fairly equal to me, is The Room with Tommy Wiseau. The original. There, there's a, a a movie made about the making of it now. Um, oh, what's the two guys from the interview? I'm so bad with names. Um, Seth Rogen and Franco. Um, anyway, they do a great job. And that movie is a newer movie, been released in the last couple years. I don't remember what it's called. Um, but anyway, it's about the room. It wouldn't be hard to find. I'm having a blank. I've watched the movie twice. It's a great movie. But watch the room before you watch it. The room is the most entertaining, maybe, of all of them. Because you feel like maybe it's even meant to be a comedy until you go back and kind of get some of the backstory, do some research on Tommy Rousseau, and 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 watch this newer movie with uh, Franco and and Rogan. Like then you see, okay, you know this guy is serious. This wasn't a serious attempt, but it, the room is an excellent bad movie, and it's one of those that I think everybody should kind of see. You know. Plan 9 from Outer Space has some of those same elements like with losing an actor and having to use somebody else. So it, it could be in that top three. But probably Enter the Ninja might be there for me. I, I mean, that's something that, especially if you're an action person, you want to see bad action. Um, that that could could get you there and get you there pretty easy. I mean, it is pretty bad um, all the way around um, it, it's one of those movies that um, that you watch it and, and you know you're like wow can I make it through this but once you do you enjoy the fact that you made it through it's almost like a badge of honor there's another one called Raiders of Atlantis I've only seen one time but it was pretty bad and it was on those lists and if you look at these lists like I, I mean a lot of these lists have newer movies on there as well. You know, um, I see a lot of them with the G uh, or G Lee or whatever the, the, 
oh, the Jennifer Lopez movie, like that's supposed to be really bad. Uh, a lot of them have, you know, different things on it. Maybe I don't necessarily think are same caliber of bad these movies, but the room is pretty commonly right on one or two on those lists. Um, Samurai Cops usually right there at one or two. Hard Ticket to Hawaii is usually right around one or two. Again, I have not seen it yet, but I'm going to watch it. Birdemic is one I've seen years and years ago when, well, not that, a couple years ago, and I'm not, I don't really remember a whole lot of it, so it wasn't bad enough to be super funny to make me, but Birdemic's always on those lists. Um, and then, like I said, there's a lot of movies on those lists, like Howard the Duck, that I think's a great movie. Um, you know, and that's the great thing about the internet now is you can access those movies. Like you can get those movies, and and you can even find a lot of these. Like Samurai Cop used to be super hard to find, but I found it on Amazon not too long back. And like I said, there's a riff tracks of it out there. There's a riff tracks of some of these movies that are really good. There's some movies that I can't remember the name of that are super bad but super good and Riff Tracks has covered most of those. Uh so definitely check out the Riff Tracks stuff. Um but I I I think that my lo- I know that my love for these really bad movies come from USA up all night and Mystery Science Theater 3000 and then later on from Riff Tracks. And I really miss having that type of opportunity to, to, you know, that type of viewing option as far as TV goes, which like I said, Mr. Science Theater 3000 Netflix always seems to be doing something with it, dabbling with it in some way. I really would like to see just a release of maybe USA Up All Night with the bumpers and the commentary in between the movies, you know, for a couple of my favorite movies. Like maybe they could do some of the some of the really unknowns, some of the really bads, and some of the really popular movies that ended up, you know, maybe come out with a, you know, five-disc set or something. That would be awesome. Uh, you know, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is something that's kind of fun to go back and watch occasionally. I think, for me, I would prefer to have the Riff Tracks on DVD. Um, and that very well, they very well may release those. I've never looked... But I think I would prefer the riff tracks on DVD as opposed to just because of the movies. The movies are a little better. Uh, there's a little more. I have more interest in those movies. Um, the bad movies when I was younger, and that's like I always say that, and people are like, "Oh, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean you like bad movies?" And that's what I mean. Like I said, if nothing else, watch Samurai Cop in the Room, and you'll understand. Um, the Room is the generic one that everybody watches, but it's still. So bad, it's good, and it's hilarious. Me and my wife laughed ourselves to death. Um, it's a really good, bad movie. Um, hit me up. Leave a comment on the video or, or send me an email at authorjperk at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter's at jperk213. Uh, the Instagram's author underscore jperkins. The YouTube is jperkins. Um, send me an email comment on the video like subscribe share do all that stuff um and if you've got an idea for an episode like i know i've got five or six suggestions back cataloged but if you do um send me send them to me and and i'm gonna try i'm really need to go through these emails but i'm lazy and i've had a lot going on lately um don't die in the apocalypse